0: This right here, this is your inspiration. This is the stuff that gets your crank
1: turning.
2: Coming to you live from Shayla's bedroom, this is the Yukon Writer's Society Writer's Nook. I might have to read that. Again, this is the Writer's Nook, episode 5. This is the 5th time, 5th time, 5th time, 5th time,
3: 5th time we're doing this.
2: (laughs) My my wrestling fans out there, I know you get the reference.
3: Steven will appreciate that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We may sound dejected. I sound amazing because even if I'm tired, I'm still on top of my game. Anyway, we have just come back from...
3: So, Ryder Olympics, the first ever, by the way, hashtag Rider Olympics on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of the above. Spadman. And it was incredible, just it so was... we're clear. Like, we keep topping ourselves every time we do a conference, and this is our third one. Yikes. And, like, dude, you're not going to be able to get out of that, just so you're clear. I
4: was trying to keep my
2: rib in place. I'll oh, help. that's important. I'll help you out. <laughs> so, right now, uh, the current situation is Janie is dead.
5: Yeah, pretty
4: much. Oren is stuck.
2: Stuck. Shayla is packing. And
4: I am just me as usual. And actually, I'm packing too. And do we know the difference? What's the difference? Actually, I'm not packing. packing. I took it off.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, hey. Hey. We no, live actually, in Oklahoma, I
4: was, y'all I was carrying a handgun that Good. Whole time I was in there Good, you should be cause... We talked about this, I was going to shoot
5: off the the uh, tape around the veggies and fruit Because yeah, <laughs> I, she she,
4: she, she I had scissors I
5: had scissors, I brought
3: them well, for this reason, okay. so, you should have asked so me So the story
4: is, she asked me if I had my knife, because she knew I always probably had one or two on me And I didn't, and but I said no. But I have. I brought a pistol. <laughs> Will that work? <laughs> and she's like, "Oh yeah, I can. I can just shoot off the the packages." Yeah. And then hey. we decided not to do that. So she got. We the should
3: mission. have done that though. That we would have, have, awesome. would have I mean, out. we had five Texans with us. Like, Dude, we're good. that
2: John guy would have been so disappointed. in John, this. John,
3: John, 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 Jonathan. Jonathan? Oh yeah, he he's. You been... he know, he bought one of our books, right? Which one? The hotel manager of Fairfield oh, Inn. Yeah, he did bought one of our books.
4: Hey. Oh, and we should actually say a public. Thank you to yes Fairfield Inn. Huge thank you on Garth Brooks Marriott, Boulevard. Fairfoot Inn at Marriott. Did right? you say Fairfoot? No, Fairfield? Fairfoot. Fair, Fairfield, <laughs> Fairfield Inn Marriott. Okay. At Garth Brooks Boulevard in Yukon. Boulevard. In- <laughs> hey. I
3: I can't help it. It's, it's for funny. horses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We thank them very much. For thank the, you very much, uh, guys. Thank <laughs> in, <laughs> in hospitality.
1: <laughs>
4: Oh, I blocked your finger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Guys, this has been a very long day—nearly twelve hours. Oh this is gosh. the most genius ever. Had. <laughs> like, well, would you say this is like right above childbirth? No. In what?
3: terms of what?
2: In terms of suffering?
5: No, dude. Oh, no. She's at like a two compared to childbirth. Oh my gosh, I'm just tired. Actually. I'm a little more awake than when I had um, allergy medicine last night. <laughs> <time. laughs> yeah,
3: you were like out. Hey, quick question. Do you think it's cold in Nashville?
4: Yes. Really? Just, just in yeah, case. Yeah, I, I brought a jacket. It's cold right now. Just in so. case. Okay. Always prepare. <laughs> Always prepare. Always prepare. Speaking
2: of prepared. Also, give huge props to fellow organizers. I mean, I just did my small parts here and there. But thank you, Shayla, for being so prepared. Small
4: part, you prevented the invasion of violent sources from the doorway with your Kuro Yes, here are bouncing. <laughs> oh! <administration. laughs> All I did was
2: just smile at people and what say, hello, how
4: are you? They didn't smell back. They were out. <gasps> <laughs> That's too grandma.
3: Sorry, we're picking out leggings.
4: We're picking out leggings. Oh, like leggings? Oh, I thought it was a whole dress.
2: No. You want to know how amazing we are? That's we bad. just put on a conference. Now we're helping Shayla Pack. We're just multitasking out the wazoo. So. And while doing a podcast.
5: We're impressive. <laughs> oh, we're just
3: impressive. <laughs> let, me
2: <put> <laughs> let me put it on. Let me put it on. Oh, Say there,
3: don't get out. Seriously, you really cannot get out I just don't want this room.
2: rib to move. Uh, he's just very out Okay,
3: so why don't we start talking about some things that we loved about the conference? Don't Should we mine? go
2: in the order of... Should in the order of speakers that came in? I think no, we just
3: talking about the overall thing. Okay, let's just start by some of our favorite quotes of the day. Like, let's do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I really wish. <laughs> I really wish there was video here. Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: Lauren is wearing my leggings on his arms, and he's flailing them about wildly, like a T-Rex.
2: Like a T-Rex on um,
3: cocaine. On cocaine, yes.
2: Cocaine's been the buzzword today. Cocaine
3: has been the buzzword. Okay, boom. I'm gonna do what? What was one of your favorite text quotes of the day? Text Thompson, our lovely Text Thompson. That Placenta
5: one.
4: The placenta was out okay. Say,
5: I missed the placenta. So
4: yes, I, I kind of
2: yeah. What's up? What happened with placenta? Oh God, I
5: really she, it heard. was a it was a placenta analogy. Um.
4: Said it couldn't be any weirder than a placenta on your six-year-old kid still left over from childbirth. Or what? She yes, <laughs> did not say she that. She didn't say it exactly that way, but that's roughly the effect. That's Tex, awesome. we love you and we appreciate you coming up. Yeah. Tex uh,
3: is amazing. She was awesome. Easily way. my favorite. Is that your first time to meet her? Yes. She is a gem.
4: No, 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 no. I didn't meet her. She came at me with her enthusiasm. See,
3: I know. <laughs> She's like me on Steroids. So, I
4: mean that's, that was usually my favorite part yeah
3: she was incredible in every way I'm trying to remember there were some things she said that were so awesome and I'm so tired that I can't remember them right now but just know that Tex Thompson killed it today
2: and just know I recorded the entire conference so we will have Whoa. clips of it throughout this episode nice. so. <laughs> and uh, we started off with Blake Atwood <laughs> uh, we started off with Blake Atwood about self editing uh, 101 that was a very good, uh, very good presentation. Or it is changing into something. I don't know. A, a unicorn costume. A unicorn costume. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know who was a unicorn? The thing, Blake Atwood. He had a really good presentation. Blake Atwood. <laughs> killed I'm it. trying so hard. Guys. You are. You're the only one
5: keeping. You're, you're
3: getting <laughs> there, buddy. Blake Atwood killed it because he talked about um,
2: self-editing. Well,
3: self-editing, but he had this funny moonwalking bear, and it totally caught
2: <laughs> everybody up. Should we link it up?
3: Um, we can. We can give them the link to the moonwalking
2: I bear, understand. but, like, can you explain why it was relevant? Yes. It is. It's, a it's an old comedy routine, and I might have to edit this out, so excuse the course language about to come through. Oh,
3: dear.
2: It's like looking too close at an elephant, because if you look too close, you won't notice the ball sack-like skin that the elephant has. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <Okay>. <laughs> it's not what I thought that was
3: I mean, I was there for the adventure, and the adventure just really
5: like it came through for me. You that, know? can you hear her if she like leans down? Is that? Your oh, my
2: she God. is loud enough. That's tried. Right. I can't get it on. Oh it's no. just loud.
5: you are busting out of that unicorn. Oh, I can't put it on your head. There.
2: Can I take a picture? Yes, sir. All oh my right. my goodness! Can I, I,
5: I, I can't be in this photo.
3: Hey, can you put
2: this thing? On this me? is literally <laughs> the most chaotic <laughs> podcast we've ever recorded.
5: On point. I told um, you, this was a worry of mine. I said so- we're either going to be so adrenaline rush from having an awesome day, it'll be a, like, oh my gosh, we're going to do such a great day, or we're going to be crashing and like, not making sense.
4: Can you grab that? Yes, yeah, I will help you out elbow. of. You there's slowly a- interest me. There's so much after.
5: happening here
4: right now. I, mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to point there it
2: there's out. So much happening. Edit that. Please edit that. <laughs> Boy, there's oh man, I have my work cut out for me for sure. Um, I'm so glad you put that on. I'm to Get this on.
6: You want it
4: on? I need it? to get this off. In this okay, okay. So what was
2: really relevant about the walking
4: bear? <laughs> that, the Walking bear? Yeah. I, I
2: can't, feel like too tall. I feel like we ruined it by exp-
4: by saying the title of it. Okay, so first off, the exercise was it was a uh, uh, set of basketball players. <laughs> we're, Just, we're
2: ruining <laughs> the video, are
4: we? Yeah, we're ruining the video, are we? Because the
2: exercise is like you're not supposed to know, and you'll, you know.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just edit that out. Re- redo it then.
2: That's a lot to edit yeah. out.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was a very good exercise. Sorry, Blake.
5: That was that it was, was, a very a good it was a very good exercise. Was a very good exercise. Watch the video.
4: I don't think anybody even noticed notes the bear at all. <laughs> of right. Course. Of course. So am might not supposed to be talking about the bear. At this point. The way things established. Are, it's established. Okay, so anyways, quick rundown. Uh, maybe we can find a link to this video later on for reference. So the surprise is already out. So essentially, uh, the exercise was watching a group of basketball players, someone white shirt, someone black shirt, shooting a ball back and forth. And we were uh, told during the exercise to count how many times the ball was passed. And everybody was relatively able to count how many successful passes there were, which was 13. However, during all of that chaos and all of us trying to pay attention to the number of passes uh there was a uh person in a bear outfit doing a moonwalk uh in the middle of it and no one noticed because we were so concentrated on trying to find the passes that we were and so the point of the exercise it was is that we can get so involved with what's going on in our story or in our book or in our project that we miss the the bears even if they're completely obvious because we're paying so much attention to our objective mm-hmm. which is completing the novel, finish the chapter making something sound good, making this character look great. Precisely. Shayla, I want to ask, what
2: was your favorite uh, section that Blake brought up? Like, what, what did you really like that he um, said? Um,
3: okay, well <laughs> if it's like my all-time favorite ever necessarily, <laughs> but like when he went over the cliches and redundancies, yes. I heard so many people go, oh, I do that all the time. And I was like, really? And then I was like well, duh, you're an editor. You're going to be used to watching for those things. Like, with writing, it's not necessarily that you're going to be paying attention to that. So, it was really cool seeing how many people thought, oh, my goodness, I use that cliche out. Needless to say, I didn't even know I shouldn't be doing that. And right. it was really cool seeing so many people have that aha moment with him. Um other things that he went over was just trying to tell you like you know take a vacation and that was the very last thing that he said on editing which I thought was really
2: right smart
3: and if that boot Fantastic doesn't bunch. get off of my bed I'm hurling it through a window. Oy. Thank you. So.
2: What about you? Jay? Oh my Lord. What was your favorite part of Blake's presentation?
5: You make me think. Um...
2: <laughs> right now she's lying in bed and like falling asleep. <sighs>
5: Like, he's a funny guy. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) And he had some good material. Why don't we,
3: what about his books? Did you, you probably didn't get any of his books, but he has Don't Fear the Reaper. I
2: I picked it up. Which
3: is about editing, Editing, which is really cool. It's really
2: cool.
5: Mm -hmm. That's a cool editing book. (laughs) Jamie is more gone than I am. That was an example of redundancy, which she talked about. Take out all the redundant words Uh and phrases. And I had aha moments that Shayla's talking about because I know I don't know the difference between further and farther. I kind of use them interchangeably. (laughs) Total honesty.
2: That we do. That we do.
5: Yeah. I became insane
3: with long, intervals horrible, uh, horrible
2: presentation. Who said that? A lot of insight and whatnot, but.
3: Put
2: your hand up high to the sky. You, what do you mean when you say take a vacation like, what does it mean to take a vacation oh man uh for me taking a
6: vacation means trying to get away from my writing for a little while um so i can come back to it with I don't know with energy and with like the passion that it takes to write something worthwhile
3: uh,
6: and that sometimes that means going on vacation literally and getting Correct. out of the state. Um, my way. wife loves You're Disney, so we There's somehow find our way, way there. But then I don't know. Just Austin. even sometimes, and just going to a coffee shop, a just to just right, to this is our final one. vegetate.
3: <laughs> no, whenever the a writer feels bogged out, out. Like,
2: for you, oh. how do you keep yourself back up session. to keep going? Because really, is all more of attrition. for you, how do you
6: do it? Yeah, man. Um, I'm very big on deadlines, and if I have a deadline, I will sit down and do the work, almost regardless of how I feel. Um, and if I feel like I can't write at all, I, just, I do the same thing: as I step away from it for maybe an hour, and I like to drum, so I try to get my heart beat up some ways, um, or just go for. A walk. I mean, it really, just going for a walk too Um to get you kind of back in the mood. Uh, yes to grind it out
3: writing. i know i've already done what dad well uh, do no, you not plug us uh, uh, on social a media for you it was of, course. of course i'm an author
6: <laughs> uh, so i'm at blakeatwood.com And I'm on Twitter at Batwood. (laughs) Yep. Okay. I'm Batwood. Um, It's so bad. Yes. And I think I said I'm on Facebook too, Um, and Instagram. Um, And I don't remember my Instagram handle because I just recently started using it again because Shayla said I had to. (laughs)
2: I'm sure we'll link it up somewhere on the description here. Again, I'm like thank you very ever much. Ever. What an amazing I'll, I'll presentation that was. Thank you, Gary. So we'll thank appreciate you much. That <laughs> I appreciate it. Appreciate you doing that. Oh, I'm sure I'll do some <laughs> trickery Oh, you, you got some magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you again. I really appreciate yeah. you
1: talking
2: to me. But uh before we continue on, Janie. If in, if How did you enjoy speaking for the first time in a big public setting?
5: You know what? I'm just proud I didn't oh. vomit on everybody. That, is, that was my, <laughs> my minimalist goal right there was keep my lunch down, which I'll a few bites anyway because I was just like, oh, red monkey, I'm going <laughs> to talk after lunch because Shayla planned that so well and her planning... Planning was so spot on. She told me like a day before the conference that I was speaking. So
3: and
2: you, rocked I
3: really it. did the night before. Huh?
2: And you rocked it.
3: You really did.
5: Thanks. You God. did. You were so heartwarming. I felt sweet. shaky, and I thought my voice was
4: shaky. No, but- actually, so I didn't hear. All- A lot of it. I came in probably halfway through because I was working on something else for the conference. What What were you? Yeah. I was was working on something. Probably either the sandwiches or getting something I had to do. This
5: was after lunch. Were you pooping?
4: No. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, just for everyone's knowledge, I do not like to poop in public and will hold it. (laughs) Even if it hurts. I'll I'll
3: die before I do it.
4: Exactly. (laughs) There's other things I can do with my life. I really want to
3: say something about my dad, but... What are the chances of him hearing this, right? I don't
4: know. Shoot from the hip,
2: cowboy. Should you risk it?
3: My dad said he feels the exact same way. And he gets mad at people in our church who do that like every morning. And so he said, I've been going to church there for 20 years. And I know of only one time I've had to do that in the church. Otherwise, I go home. Why do they come here in the morning and do the same thing every morning?
5: I agree. Because you poop in the morning. How can they help that? Do that at your house. What? Right. why do you have yeah, to do it
4: in the <laughs> <laughs> So anyway so not,
5: some people are not scheduled like that. When you gotta go, you gotta go.
4: Not necessarily you can Anyways, um Says
5: people true. who do not have IBS. So,
4: speaking of your testimony, for sure, um, I only heard the latter half of it. But, however, your voice was strong, yeah. strong, Aww. full of conviction. conviction. And you
3: used your hand gestures.
4: And you were speaking to the crowd and not hanging your head. And, actually, I was very proud of you. Aww, it was you awesome. We're, I we're really only, proud of you. The
5: only time I was loud enough and felt... Like I was speaking confidently was when I was imitating Shayla in my story of "Come over here, you're for the writer group, <laughs> right?" I think
4: that's when I jumped in, so that's well, when that was I jumped the in. Okay, yeah, so then miss, I heard most of it. You didn't miss like anything. Yeah. But I could hear you just fine at the back of the room, and it was a oh. large room. And you know, okay. once again, kudos to Fairfield and for. Helping I mean, us out.
3: that was the most fantastic room. They had everything set up for us. Um, Jonathan, the manager there, met us the night before. He tested the projector with us he in the morning they had decaf and regular coffee they had ice they had water like the whole nine yards and i was like this has relieved so much stress for for us for having all this done and i i was able to get there in the morning and be like oh cool everything's done so that was amazing.
5: And you just feel fancy when you're going to a you conference. You do feel fancy, room fancy in a hotel
4: room. Fancy, and it, and it helped kind of uh, cement some of our validity too. Because even though that's not necessarily something we intend when we uh, present in a venue like that, it makes us look more professional. And if we take it seriously, our listeners, our audience, in the, and our members and our attendees to the conference will take it more seriously too. I mean, they're mm. they're going to reflect their Uh, seriousness by how we reflect our seriousness. Absolutely. And so when we are professional, that gives us more weight and validity, even if... Not on this podcast,
2: but yes. Well, sure. (laughs) No, (laughs)
4: definitely not. Sure. And, And the podcast will come. We keep doing it consistently. They'll show that we're capable of consistency, that we do perform and give results. It's evident by our workshops and our conferences that are still successes to this day. Doesn't and they've grown. Like they, that's they've what's grown. important is growth that there's is growth. Important. So it doesn't matter if none of you are listening right now. If you are listening, then you're listening later. So we in the past are thanking you in the future for listening oh, to our podcast. Whoa, up. Are you okay? So, what's happening? I just
5: have an itchy ankle. Oh, okay. I still think I got I'm having scared. that allergic reaction. A big
2: shout out to myself. the new regulars and, of course, the returning people who came back. Thank you for coming back. <laughs>
3: As we call you the YWS cohorts and our noobs. And We're happy sniffs. to have you. Names.
2: And of course, we do hope to see uh, many of you come back and come to the workshops exactly. that we do. So
3: Exactly. So what about uh, Melissa Ike? Ah, um, yes. She's the co-founder of Dragonfly Home, and she talked to us about self-care, and dude, I am here for it. Like, mm-hmm. that was awesome. Was there anything you learned from it that you had never thought about before?
2: Well, uh, we spoke and you guys will be able to hear it when I edit it in. Uh, We spoke more about uh, her Dragonfly project which she was working on Um, but I imagine and I wanted to ask her but we didn't have a lot of time so I didn't get to ask. In doing that kind of work, I imagine self-care has to be a priority especially with dealing with tough cases like that.
3: Right. And
2: the fact that she had that nailed down it's very important and if someone who works with people who have gone through that kind of traumatic experience can figure it out you guys will figure it out. So that is a uh, yes.
4: Yeah, honestly, uh, I mean, a lot of it seemed like a lot of what she said is really common sense. But honestly, um, it would be common sense to those that might not need it. But those that do need it, it is a revelation of maybe something that may be blocking them from either creativity or some other you know, issues in their life. I mean, sleep is important. Your brain is an organ just like every other part of your body and Absolutely. you can't suffer in one part of your body without the whole system suffering um, it's just like a computer you know your your hard drives getting full, your processors not handling it, the whole system's not handling it and, uh, so uh, it, it was very important to me to see that um, um, well just honestly how important it was, I mean uh, I know I certainly don't get enough sleep, I stress out a little bit more than I should but you know, uh, she gave us this great little circle of, what she call it? Self-care. Uh, okay. Clever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so a circle of self-care. So, you know, she had us talk to each other about things and offer advice to the person next to us about, you know, maybe an idea that someone else has that may help them and, and vice versa. So, uh, honestly, it's, it's great. You know, if we can, you know, take care of ourselves, we'll be even more creative. And it's just another avenue to su- su- success.
3: I like that we talked about like sometimes self care is a chore. It's not like sure. how every single thing you do to take care of yourself is always going to be like fun. You know, mm-hmm. there's going to be certain things that, for example, like I said, like every Sunday night, I always write out my menu and put it on the fridge. I always sit down and put all of my pills sure. in my pill box, which most of them are vitamins, but whatever. So that's done. And then like I always go through my entire planner, I check everything, make sure I know. I mean, I even have it written down in my planner to take the trash to the curb. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So I think it's sometimes it's those chores, but it makes my week better when I just sure. sit down and get that stuff done.
4: And uh, the uh, just real quick, so we don't get segway too much. Uh, the other thing I found the really nice about her talking about that was self care should not be expensive. Yes. And oh yeah. Actually, that was that was a great point that I just you know I guess we know you know we we understand, but she brought it out into the open. Like you know if you're spending money and your resources that you earn that you work to earn to essentially think you're taking care of yourself you're probably not taking care of yourself correctly right, right. so uh, essentially all the critical self-care that you can do for yourself should not be expensive at Absolutely. all you know
0: Oh, and if
2: my pronunciation is correct, welcome, Melissa. I, yes.
1: I, I mean, it's pretty close, though. Yeah.
2: yeah. Again, congratulations on a really presentation. Oh,
1: thank you. It's so fun. you really
2: connected with everybody. Uh, but I do want to ask...
1: Could you tell us more about the Dragonfly oh, right. Association that you're with? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm a co-founder and director of communications and development for the Dragonfly Home. Uh, we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization here in Oklahoma City. And we are state certified to provide services to uh, survivors of human trafficking. We provide, um, we have a human trafficking relief and restoration center, which is a non-residential crisis center model. So we serve um, women and girls, but we'll also serve uh, men and boys who might have been victimized in sex trafficking and or labor trafficking, and so we um, provide in-house services and then connect them to just whatever they need, whether that's medical care, mental health, um, whatever their goals are that might look like getting their GED, it might look like being reunited with family, whatever they need, and also that includes things like toiletries and clothes and food, we're going to make sure they get, and then we are working Working to open a shelter here in Oklahoma City, which will be specifically for uh, sex trafficking survivors.
2: Uh, do you happen to have any way anyway, you want to plug it? Like, like where, where can we go to get more information?
1: Absolutely. So um, you can go to our website. It's www.thedragonflyhome.org. So there's a lot of information you can find there. You can learn about human trafficking in, in Oklahoma. Um, just We have a lot of good information there about trafficking. We have information about our services. And then we have a variety of ways that people can get involved. Um, and that can be, I mean, whatever someone is passionate about or would want to do. So that might look like following us on social media. We've got a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the platforms. And um, But, you know, like a really good way to get involved is giving, becoming a monthly partner because those funds go toward helping um, people who are often, they might be coming out of crisis and need absolutely everything and then um, when is is this going to be published? Oh, this one? Yeah. Or, like,
2: to, like tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: if someone is interested, we have our annual Crown of Beauty Gala coming up. It's this Thursday, this Thursday? Okay. October 11th. Uh, it's going to be at the Farmer's Public Market, you know, in downtown Oklahoma City. Uh, There's going to be uh, food, we have food stations from these caterers and restaurants all over Oklahoma City. So a big variety of stuff. And uh, we have a wine pull and a a whiskey pull. We have an awesome silent auction with, like, some legit things that people can bid on. Um, It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be fun. It's going to be meaningful. And the proceeds from that go to supporting services for trafficking survivors.
2: Hello, everyone. That was uh, Melissa Pike.
1: Yes, very good. Okay, very good.
2: (laughs) She uh, presented a presentation over self-care and why it's important. Thank you again i really appreciate you talking to me yeah. and just doing all of this we really appreciate absolutely. it. absolutely
1: it was so fun take care, stuff, <laughs> <laughs>
2: so take care of yourself out there folks yes but you know what else who else needs to be taken care of is our partners what do i mean by that well We had a very spicy presentation by a one Miss Sarah Bale. Yes. Regarding romance, kind of an odd one out for the stuff we usually do because we don't. I know that's
3: why I wanted her.
2: Like, although text was explosive, like I felt like this one had the most squirming amongst everyone because you know sex isn't talked about so openly, and you know, and we talked. I'm going to keep plugging the extra interviews. But yeah, we, we talked about how it could be. Uncomfortable for people to hear this open discussions about romance and sex.
3: But it was really well done because she was able to bring it back to people like me who don't write sex scenes. Right. And how I can put the romance in my book. Um, because she explains like, not everybody's gonna, just because you're doing romance doesn't always mean you're gonna have that. Right. It might be a secondary, third, fourth thing in your book, you know?
4: Sure, and and from a crap standpoint, the ex, uh, she went uh, very thorough into explaining the difference between a romantic subplot right. and a romantic plot
3: that which was awesome, and that's why I asked for her PDF to be emailed to me because I said I want to study that even more. I think that's really clever.
2: And you, <laughs> if Before you're wanting I to making
3: out with my dog. Uh,
2: Ew! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Ew. I got, like, a full view of that. That was disgusting. That is that is not the you romance got, we're looking you for. You got
4: the full Monty, which was a term The
2: full Monty, yes. Notes.
3: <laughs> Lauren, stop Frenching my dog. <laughs> I am German. Does she dog. not have trout breath, though? She eats trout and salmon. I haven't even noticed. She's she has lover. trout bat breath. I don't care. We call her trout breath. Smell it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put my tongue on that. Oh, bro.
2: But, you know... It's interesting that, you know, she put it in like that because you, overall in humanity, because we don't have superpowers or can go on, you know, big adventures, for us regular folks, the biggest adventure we could have is falling in love with somebody. And so... I
5: was just- <laughs> <own> <laughs>
3: Sweet. i mean like
2: we're not gonna we're not gonna find that Is
0: our biggest adventure care
2: Bear. we're not gonna find like a suitcase full of money and like have a chance for, we're never gonna find the one ring we have to destroy <laughs> we're never gonna have that happen Says so,
5: you.
2: so that's probably why romance is like the biggest genre that you can write in because it is the most relatable and human adventure that all of us have had can have or will have you know
3: oh say that that was so beautiful
1: you Sarah, what a
0: fantastic question I really
2: appreciate Thanks. thank you for speaking with me as well I <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm off so are you having a good time? yes I am it's
5: yeah, like, it a great day yeah,
2: it's it's one of those topics that you know get a lot of people talking. Yes, there is a lot to say because, as you know, as society it's kind of something don't really talk about in the open. Right. With well, the ever changing trends happening, do you feel that will change anytime
1: soon? Um, I definitely think it'll become more popular and something that people will feel more at ease talking about. I have the tire. I the tire. I have the tire.
2: And uh, with this presentation, you got a lot of questions, not just about sex, but like drug usage and abuse and whatnot. Do you feel like people are just now opening up a lot more to that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, I think, unfortunately, in the past, people have had to be, you know, close off about it. You know, you couldn't talk about it. Don't ask, don't tell type thing. And now there's, you know, definitely a wave where people are comfortable talking about it, and they should.
2: Especially with uh, what's going on right now. Oh, yes, Including for sure. It's like, you know, we were picking up lunch, and I was looking through my Twitter feed, and it's, it's blowing up, as it Yeah. And I just, like, I guess my last question was, if, if a guy is trying to get into the romance genre, what should he do
1: to be successful? Definitely read a lot, and, you know, talk to other romance authors who are female, and, yeah. you know, there's actually a, a thread on Twitter, you know, like, if a man writes a romance versus a female... Because things have happened in the past, so definitely just you know talking to other females would be a, a good way to do that. Nice, well,
2: Sarah. Thank you again for yes. taking the time to talk to me. I'm
1: yes, thank very, you. Very
2: glad you came out. And
1: yes.
0: Gave us oh, a you Texas weekend? weekend. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yes. Really, really, All right. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> it. And I don't know if you but wanted a copy of that. I would like. A
2: copy of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot. And I've been doing this for everybody. Would you like to plug? of your social media right. they can
1: visit my website and
2: her website is
1: www.sarabell.com Perfect. Yes.
2: Well, thank you, Sarah. We'll go ahead and add that on the description. Thank you. Any other links you got? So. Yes. I'm, I'm going to
3: like pretend that I'll have a tattoo of that even though <laughs> I know every I know not Every
2: time I come over, I always say something profound.
3: <laughs> you really do. You're a profound person. You really <laughs> are. You're <laughs> Oh goodness, Chanel is quite the ham. Usually, she'll hold still for you. For oh no, she's no.
5: You're just deep and profound in all. You really are. You're life. like
3: our sage, and you're the youngest of us all, and you're our sage. sage.
2: You know it really helps. No,
3: ah, I, I'm not going I'm,
2: I'm not sage.
4: You see how we
3: went into that like subconsciously?
4: Hey, you know, uh, we're gonna have to be careful with that kind of stuff because they'll bump our rating up if we. You know. Oh really? Yeah.
2: Okay, I'm gonna have to edit a certain word out.
3: <laughs> again?
2: The word I said. Oh. Yeah. Really? I'm not gonna say it again.
3: <laughs> okay. Moving on. Moving
2: on. Speaking of moving on, we got hit with.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: How would you describe so Tex much Thompson? Knowledge.
3: I mean, oh. she's in a, a bag of exploding kitties.
4: Bag of exploding kittens. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's 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 my text. She's and she. I always tell her she needs to have her own comedy show because I would watch it. No. Digitally. The
2: reason why I made that wrestling reference earlier is looking at Tex Thompson and looking at her presentation. She is the closest thing to a professional wrestler I've ever seen she's in amazing. a conference. Right. She, she has a character and yeah. she has charisma and she has like catchphrases
3: she does she has it all like did ah. you hear her say have your hair call my hat <laughs> like, I am died of laughter at that because she was saying, she loved the intro that I gave her, so she's like, have your hair call my head. And I'm just like, how oh, you man!" you even come up with that on a whim? She like, that's quick. on the, f- yeah. she's so she's quick-witted. quick-witted. She's really quick. like, so quick-witted. Business. And I mean, when we were at WordFest this year, Janie, yeah. and she was up there, I was embarrassing the people at my table because I could not stop laughing. And I, don't, I couldn't even tell you what she said, Everything but I was gold. howling uh, and dying. And like, they were laughing, but they didn't, like, true get how the hilarity of what yeah. she was saying. So I was making a fool of myself just from listening to text.
2: We totally just gave an intro to text. What did she talk about?
4: <gasps> world building. My, my, world man. World
2: of
3: world. <laughs>
4: my man. That's That's a that's a gem for Shayla. My man. Easily my favorite part, uh, especially as a science fiction fantasy uh, writer uh, and hopefully professional author. Uh, world building is just so fantastic and. You know, to to be frank and honest, I personally feel that a lot of science fiction and fantasy authors that are serious about this are already going to know the basics right. about world building. And so, one of the things that I really valued about Texas's way of teaching was she wasn't just uh, showing us the basics of world building; she was showing us how we can apply ourselves yeah. into our world building to make our passion and our experiences and our our skill set. Into the world, and that makes the world more immersive, more real, uh, and definitely much more of an experience for uh, the the author or the readers. And and honestly, uh, that's she's just a fantastic teacher. I mean, yeah. she's such a. She her, work it longer. was the most
3: in-depth session I've ever heard on world building. It she ran
2: finished. almost two hours.
3: Yeah, I told her to. I said you got ninety minutes, and I started her early. Yeah. So <laughs> she, I mean, it was. There, it is so in-depth, but she took it to, like, a whole oh, other level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, making you guys work for it. You know, she would ask you guys questions oh, yeah. and stuff. And I think, I mean, she was clearly, like, the bell of the ball on that one. <laughs> so I, I loved it. Um, I wish I could remember. I knew when it was happening, I was like, if I weren't so tired, I would be writing down the funny things that she was right. saying. And I'm definitely regretting it because there was some phrase she said that had me rolling, and I just can't remember what it was. And I know it was delightful. What
2: a way to <laughs> start it with a joke like that. You weren't recording, right? Not that I'm yeah. recording now, but that's okay. not that what you said right there. Oh, text. Okay, like, the most <laughs> unique presentation out of the entire day. You really got everyone fired up, and we always have one of those in every conference. The, the one person comes in and fires it up, I gotta ask. Writers in the field. Like
0: yeah, anything.
2: fill us in on, like, the, de- I, just I little bit on the details. In the details oh, in the yeah,
0: field. no, thanks for asking, man. Well, basically, it got started. This fellow I know, Shane Richmond. Um, he is a reenactor and a professional stuntman. He worked on Wishbone and Walker Texas Ranger. He owns a farm down in Mansfield, and he has huge collections of swords and weapons and all these, you know, armor pieces and things. And he said to us, he said, "Listen, I'm not a writer." Uh, I'm just a reader, but I keep reading about how, you know, some character hefted like a 20 pound broadsword up over his head, and <coughs> yeah. the thing is, like, he didn't. Because oh, yeah? <laughs> those max out at 2.9 pounds. Yeah, that's
4: so fights. I've done lots of like, yeah. fight research. It's like you can't fight in a war on a battlefield with medieval technology
0: and not get tired after. Yeah. yeah. So that's lesson one. Fighters have mana and it runs out quick. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. um. <laughs> and then like armies,
4: like they'll no, write armies going across like a landscape yeah. or a continent and not think how much those armies eat yeah. and poop. Yeah. And the populace don't like that. Right. If they can't eat or poop because they're eating and pooping all their stuff.
0: Yeah. Writers don't think about that. No. What, do I, what do I know?
4: Hmm? (laughs)
2: as as you can see world building is a very passionate (laughs) deal
0: but Shane asked he's like so if I got some of my guys out here to show you how this stuff worked do you think writers would like to come and I was like well you know I think there could be something to that and then he said you know we could also do a wine tasting do writers like wine and I was like I think we have an event so it's actually expanded quite a bit beyond that but we're now up to 13 acres we've got about 70 classes over the course of two days and that covers everything from from you know, from sword fighting and archery and horses and things like that, to ballistics, firearms, lock picking, safe cracking. Uh, we've got classes about uh, forensics, about medicine, about autopsies, about smuggling, um, the do's and don'ts of disarming explosives, costumes, etiquette. You know, just about everything we can think of under the sun. And we really want to make that available for people who want to come experience some of what they're writing about.
2: Very nice. And uh, is there a website we can maybe check out?
0: Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Gary. Remind me to get you that tenor after we're done here. (laughs) Um, No, it's writersinthefield.com. And um, so we do that every, every year. It's always the second weekend in October. So that whole Texas OU weekend thing, just just miss all that just traffic. All just that. come on down and find us. We'll be there. <laughs> so this will, this will definitely be up uh, by tomorrow. So we're looking at October 13th, correct? Yes. So this is October 13th and 14th. Our online ticket sales will end tomorrow. Uh, that's Sunday, okay. uh, the 7th at midnight. We also have tickets at the gate, though. And so we're really we're open. If you want to come out, we would love to have you. So,
2: as you hear first from uh, Tex Thompson herself, that was writersinthefield.com. Thank you so much for coming out. It was an amazing presentation. Oh,
0: thank you, Gary. <laughs> I take back all those ugly things I never said about you. You can stay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, Tex. Yeah, I really appreciate thanks, it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, you know, definitely big shout-outs to you, Shayla, for getting the speakers, because they were extraordinary. Top like notch this year. Oh, yeah.
3: Well, I mean, it helps because... It's not like I just woke up one day and I'm like, oh, this was, this person I found this person like it's it's working because how did I know Blake working like right. and work and going to the same conferences? How did I know Tech speaking at her conference and working with her? How did I know Sarah going to DFW Con and speaking there and knowing that she was a part of it? Melissa was i was working that day in the coffee house and she was working and we just happened to start talking that is
2: such an amazing story yeah
3: we just talked (laughs) do you want me to tell it real fast
2: before you do like whenever i first heard that story it really put the idea in my head like what if i do that to a girl in a coffee house i just hear and just sit down and start talking
3: just start talking about her daily planner yeah it's so cool Okay, so I walked into Vodka Territory uh, in Yukon, and I was going to sit down, and I saw this girl, and she had a day designer jour- uh, planner, and I just was like, oh my word, I use that too, don't you love it? And I just plopped down right by her, and we just started talking and talking, exchanged business cards, became friends on Facebook, and now she got to speak at our conference. So... I mean, those things fate intervenes sometimes, but a lot of it is just the hard work of being out there and putting yourself out there. Because I wouldn't have met three of the four speakers had I Absolutely. not been at other conferences.
2: And you know, this goes out to our workshops as well. You know, those of you who are coming pretty regularly, I mean, you are actively getting better as writers.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, we had some first-time submitters to the uh, to the critiques, and yeah. one of them just blew us away.
3: Are you talking about
2: I'm talking about Hannah.
3: <laughs> Hannah Pryor.
2: I have been gushing over her like every time I see her. Like I got, I gotta praise your work. It is yes. so good.
3: And I think it reminded me a lot of the first time that Janie did her submission because right. you just don't have. Uh, sometimes you just lack. Actually, all of us. We all have lacked so much confidence, and then we finally turn in a draft of something of our art and when somebody likes it it just blows our minds hmm. somebody who isn't our mom right right and like with <laughs> hannah i could see that all over her face where she just thought really like wow you know and i love that because i love humble writers that will right. always be i love love working with humble writers and her story was out of the park i mean it was fantastic so sorry my daughter tried <laughs> to like the microphone and now she's oh, looking the boot and she knocked it off okay
2: well I'd say we exceeded the 30 minute mark there are plenty of uh, tidbits and whatnot. and please uh, if you guys sign up for our newsletters at
3: yukonwriterssociety.com
2: you can fill out a survey and it'll let us know what we need to work on and you know how do we make the conferences better by hearing from all of you so
3: Exactly. They help us a lot. Like This is your time to tell us what you want to hear about at the next big conference. You can be in charge of that, and you can tell us what you'd love to hear about.
4: And also, uh, go ahead and take a look at our uh, speakers that we had for this one. Uh, Take a look at their uh, email, their website. Yeah, social media. Um, There's
2: so many cool things coming out of them.
4: We are especially fortunate to have spent time with them today, and uh, if you didn't get a chance to spend time with them, that's okay. Find their information on our website, which
3: is... com.
4: Find their information, check out their products, check out their websites, uh, email them to say hi, uh, support them. I like,
3: thank them. If you were there at the conference... Oh, absolutely. Take absolutely. a second to thank them. They need that. Like, as somebody who does a speaking thing, too, it makes my whole day. Because you don't always get to hang out with these people after you're done speaking. Sometimes right. you just have to leave, or you might have a couple people, and most of them can be too shy to come up and talk to you and say stuff so just taking a second to message them and say i learned this from you and that absolutely. meant a lot i mean you just don't even know especially since they volunteered their time to do this that's huge
2: absolutely like guys this is just actually i'm just going to talk to you guys who knows how big this will get
3: i know right i who mean knows? Yeah. Oh, yeah
4: that was a just a feeling of like just being kind of like at the uh The beginning of like something that you just you just have that feeling like you know that Mm -hmm. it's actually possible that it's possible that we could in like a few years have three hundred guests.
3: Well, look at DFW Con. I mean, they've been growing and growing and growing. I think this year was year eleven, if I recall. So, and do you realize that this is only. Barely, it's a one year, and like a, a couple year. of months, yeah. and we already had 35. So, to me, you know, we can keep this up, and we can keep growing and growing it. And I think if we continue to try to top ourselves each time, that's what oh, makes yeah. the difference. And we Absolutely. have been each time we've topped ourselves.
4: And, yeah, definitely not just top ourselves for the sake of doing that, but just, Don't you know growing and, and helping each other out and that's that's the whole point is helping each other just on this big long road of riding i mean we're we're all family here
1: absolutely we are.
2: so i want to leave you guys on this fine saturday night this is how we party saturday nights is uh, getting together and <laughs> we one on person
3: unicorn costumes <laughs> and leggings and stuff and this like and, <laughs> okay.
2: so on behalf of, I know this has been of a shoddy podcast, but on behalf of everybody that came, just, you know, all the speakers that came humbly from the bottom of my heart, thank you.
3: Yes,
4: yes thank, thank you. you so
3: much. Thanks. <laughs> Janie's awake. <laughs> I don't think Janie talked throughout this entire podcast. She did.
4: I did. Do you have
2: a quick quote?
3: I'll leave you with the last quote that I gave at the conference today. The goal was you had to guess who the author or character was that said this quote. Um, I also accepted the title of the book, so I will leave you with this. I've dreamed as many as six impossible things before breakfast. And now you have to figure out who said it if you don't already know who it was.
2: So good luck with that. Good luck with that. And of course, you can always find us at com. Oh! And we're on Instagram! We're
3: on Instagram! At Society. And, anything else? No, that's
2: it. Okay. But, but, more is coming soon. So, keep your eyes open for that. Well, everyone, this has been The Writers Nook by the Yukon Writers Society. I've been Gary Medina.
4: Orrin Patterson. Janie
3: Mayer. Shayla, Raquel, Wednesday, and Chanel.
2: (laughs) We bid you adieu and happy writing.